seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother... Hey guys, welcome back. If you didn't check out part one of this interview, you should go check it out now so you can get an idea of how Rich appointed himself the mayor of Houston, how he started his journey, and how baseball and his father are forever connected. But if you already listened to part one and you're ready to go, let's just hop right back in. Yeah. One more question for uh, before we get to the next question. Question for y'all, um, and I'm going somewhere with this. Has either of y'all, or have either of y'all rather, been to any kind of All Star festivities? No, I I, I would love to. Um, yeah. I, I feel like I would rather go to the Home Run Derby, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, but no, how about you? Yeah. So um, I went, and this is last. Qu- I'm sorry, last one. I was at the 2019 um, All Star festivities. Uh, it was in Cleveland before um, the virus screwed up everything. And the Derby was awesome, right? But long story short, it's just a great celebration of baseball. And I get it. We're all fans here. Uh, my guy, Alex, you would freaking love it. You would probably mm-hmm. – I, yeah. I shouldn't say that. You would you would OD on baseball. Yeah, I'd pass, pass out. It's either. just fun. Yeah. And, again, I don't want to be rude. And if I offend y'all, that's my bad. But, yeah. like, it's a great – baseball experience um i almost went like i was like legit like so i go this year and i got the last minute um something happened to family i was just like mama passed right um but overall it's just a great baseball experience uh, I, just put it on your calendar it it's not something you got to go like right this very second um i'm sure you know of course they move throughout the country if one gets closer to you or even if you want to spend the money and fly somewhere a great time i suggest and recommend both of y'all go Oh, definitely. That's that's like I, I remember when um off sport topic, but uh, when they had the Super Bowl in uh in uh, the Meadowlands in Jersey. Yeah, that was twenty fourteen, right? Yeah, twenty fourteen when yeah. I mm-hmm. when Peyton Manning decided to fumble the ball the first play yeah. and they just got blown out. First play of the game. Yeah. That's how you knew it was over. Yeah. But I, I remember I remember my dad taking us into the city that that day, like the day before or whatever, something like that, because they essentially took over the entirety of Times Square, the NFL. Like, it was mm-hmm. just Roger Goodell, you know, just dominating everything there. Right. And, like, everywhere you walked, there was something that had to do with football. And I can only imagine what it would be like if they had the All-Star game in New York again, like right. they did the last couple times. Like, I remember when it was at City Field. I'm sure it was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, yeah. But, like, that's the, the one I definitely wish I was able to get to was 08 with Josh Hamilton. That was You're right. That was special, man. That was... I heard that one was good. Like, yeah. it was just a great showing being there, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that's – I feel like he became America's sweetheart that day. Yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Richard, I, I kind of want to hit you with um, – Far away, go ahead. With, with a few little, like, like rapid fire here. Yes, sir, go ahead. Um, you know, at, number one, you know, 30 stadiums. You know, ch- I, correct me if I'm wrong, but when we originally, in a way, discovered you – you know, I would I would think your most recent was Chase Field, is mm-hmm. that correct? Um, you know, that was the one to complete your journey. What was it that made you? And I know that's a rapid fire, but if we could, you're fine. Make it. What was it that made you like fall in love with the game? And and when did you decide? Hey, I, I want to go to all thirty stadiums. That's like a goal of mine. I want to do it before I, whatever your goal was. 
you know, when did you decide to do that? And, and, and what made you fall in love with baseball in general? Yeah, no problem. So what made me fall in love, I feel like the unpredictability, right? The, 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 the teamwork, but also like it's a team, but also hypothetically speaking, if you're a pitcher or a batter, right? It's an individual, right? So baseball goes from being a team sport to literally an individual sport by either the swing of a bat or the throw of a pitch, right? And mm-hmm. so I love the unpredictability. Um, my dad was my first coach. Um, me and my siblings, we were teammates. But also we had access to baseball, um, a baseball field. It was this like little league park that we lived to, I'm sorry, lived literally across the street from. Like our neighborhood that we lived in, directly across the street, walking distance was a little league park, right? And we would go. And um, I played from like elementary all the way to like all, you know, all the way through high school, right? It was a break in between there. But elementary all the way through high school, you know? And so I remember going to games in the Astrodome, bias speaking. Astrodome is the greatest stadium of all time, bias speaking. Um, But what really kicked it into high gear was talking to other baseball fans, living on the East Coast. Like, I've always just been very observant and just curious about everything. Hey, what's over there? What's over there? So, like, it kind of just the momentum, you know, from starting Little League and actually was like being an athlete, right? being like always the fastest kid on the team, right? Covered the outfield like a glove, right? And so um, having good experiences, you know, on the team, like being a good player, um, having other interests. Ken Griffey Jr. pops up, you know, Barry Bonds pops up, right? All these stories. Oh, going to the games in the Astrodome in Minute Maid Park, right? So that's like more momentum, right? Um, While I went to school, we were away from it. Um, we were away from um, Houston. We were like 20, 30 minutes away from Houston, and I didn't have a car. Also, uh, a Prairie View, uh, he didn't finish, but Cecil Cooper uh, played for the Red Sox and I think Brewers for a long time. He, you know, attended my school, right? Um, and then at the time, I think he was manager for the Astros. So having that connection, right, and having other connections. I had a cousin, uh, maybe second or third cousin. He played for the Rangers and the A's, Jason McDonald, right? And so having those ties and just it just kept pushing and kept pushing, pushing and pushing. But ultimately, what really did it was probably living in D.C., right? First big boy job out of school and, you know, going to Yankee Stadium, going to Fenway, going to PNC Park. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do all 30. Right. So I want to say. 2010, 2011. That's when I was just like, we got to do all 30. Now, mind you, it's kind of like a loose goal, not like I got to handle it because, I mean, nobody pops out the woman millionaire, right? And so my favorite part, I'm sorry, maybe an underrated part about that accomplishment, like I did it all all on my own, right? Might have been a few games, hey, let's go as a team, let's go together, whatever. But like, for the most part, it was just, I got placed in the area and I'm going to figure out how to get there, right? And I did that and it was awesome. But like, all of that came out of my pocket, you know? I wasn't able to, you know, have parents to like send me money and okay, go to the stadium, talk to this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was all me, right? So I had to basically survive and like figure out how to do those 30 with, you know, whatever play money that I had to play around with, but also scheduling and budgeting too. I'm very frugal. Like I don't spend my money on anything. So of course I had like money to spend. That's what I want to spend my money on. But I'm sorry, let me answer your question and just stop rambling because uh, it is rapid fire. And I totally failed that assignment. But I, ramble, I ramble as well, man. I don't don't worry. You you go thank off. You, thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, I want to say maybe 
2010, 2011. That's when I was just like, kick it in the gear. And uh, that's, I feel like, when it was decided. It was just like, I got to get to them all. I don't know when, but I'm going to get to them all. So 2010, 2011, when I graduated college in D.C., you know, with a big boy job. That's that's when it popped up for me. Hmm. Now, when you when you go to each stadium or when you have yes, one to each stadium, do you typically, you know, kind of make a few days out of that trip? You know, you know, if it isn't necessarily work related, like you had said with DC, you kind of hit those mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. Do you try to make a few days out of trips? Do you explore the cities? Um, are, are there any cities that you recommend visiting? Like, hey, the stadium's great, but this city is freaking awesome. Or like, okay, or even vice versa. Like, stadium's great, nothing to do in the city. Get out. Right. Of it. Okay, so that's fair. Great question. Um, all depends. I feel like it, it depends on my time. Um, hypothetically speaking, before Corona, I was going to go literally day before Corona just shut down everything in the country. I was going to be at the A spring training in Arizona. Right. And I was gonna make a weekend of it. Right. Um, my last trip, Arizona, I made two days out of it. Right. And I got the best two days. I got a Diamondbacks walk off win and a Diamondbacks no hitter. Right. That was cool. But usually I just, let me just scratch it off and just be done with it. Right. Um, depends on what my time, but also funds and resources are like, but usually, oh, I'm sorry. When I was, uh, when I saw, when I was in 2012, I was in the Bay for the Giants and the A's, right? And, uh, I was there for a week, right? And luckily it was a time in a schedule where it was the Giants game one day and the A's game the next day or vice versa, whichever one, right? So I was able to knock it out, but, you know, I saw the city. Um, there are some cities, let me see, where did I go to? St. Louis. I was in St. Louis literally 24 hours, right? Um, luckily I had a friend of mine that lived there. I've never really cared for St. Louis, specifically when everything popped off with Ferguson and how the city responded and people around the city, it was just really ugly. Um, ultimately black people were just literally trying to survive and trying to make our make you realize look our survival and our lives matter too and the response that you know from the protest it just really hurt my heart i was like i don't i don't want to spend time in st louis right had a friend st louis native she was like i get that i understand that but like st louis is awesome and i'll show you why showed me around my heart's changed st louis ain't a bad city at all right um but yeah that was 24 hours in and out right um but going back to what i said earlier 2012 i spent like a week there right um, but I usually just try to go to one game and I'm good. But, but, and you guys will understand this, there are some players who you will make trips to see. Who is that player for me right now? Fernando Tatis Jr. and <laughs> Shohei Otani. When I tell you, Fernando could be playing on Jupiter. I will find a flight somehow, somewhere, <laughs> right? He's just fun. So, for example, late May, um, you know, Corona shifted everything, right? But I wanted to, we were virtual front with my students May 2020, all the way through, nope, March 2020, all the way through May 21, May 2021. And I knew I wasn't coming back. And for the last week of school, I wanted to go visit my kids because it was like hybrid, you know, somewhere there, somewhere, right? Hybrid situation. So what I did, I flew to LA first, um, kicked it with some family there. The Dodgers weren't in town at the time. Um, But I was like, I've done San Diego before, but I was like, I got to go see Tatis. Mm-hmm. Literally drove, you know, two hours just to go see Tatis. If y'all haven't been, I highly recommend and suggest y'all go to a Padres game while Tatis is literally one of the best players in the game. Mm-hmm. Great atmosphere, great city. And this answers your question, um, Sean. San Diego, fun, right? 
another great atmosphere for a game because the town literally lives, eats, sleep, breathes um, on baseball, the Cardinals, right? Mm-hmm. Great, great place for a game. Um, there's a bunch of stuff around the ballpark to see and do, so it's, like, convenient. Um, those are just off the top of my head right now, but San Diego was the most fun, as in, like, we're all adults here. We're all getting drunk. There's some attractive woman over here. Yeah. There's some, you know, Padres nuts over here. Um, <laughs> San Diego was fun, right? Good atmosphere, more family friendly, but they actually care about baseball, like to an extent that I haven't seen in a while. St. Louis. Mm, I like that. It's San Diego. People say it's the best weather in, in the country. Is, is that it true? is year yeah. round for sure. Year round, the best weather in the country. But like, great atmosphere. I went. They played. I think the Mariners, and like Tatis scored from either first or second. Mm. That play, that one play alone was worth the price of admission. Mm. It was awesome, you know. And so, uh, but Tatis, oh, Ohani, and Tim Anderson. You let me know where they at, and I'll be there. <laughs> I've been getting on the Tim Anderson train lately, man. Like, I, I, he's great. I love that guy, man. He's Passion, everything. Fun. Incredible. He's an incredible ball player. Like, oh, like, I, like watching that Field of Dreams game, man, with, oh, like, God, dude. like I said before, like, like the Yankees lose. I'm a little heartbroken. But at the end of the day, if it's good baseball and I saw a good game, that. Yeah. you can't. You can't beat it. And that was the purest game I think I've seen in the past, like, five, ten years. Of just of just straight up people having fun on right. the baseball field. You know what I mean? Right. The only thing I can compare that to is actually a game that you probably could relate to is that Dod- one of the Dodgers and Astro games mm-hmm. from the World Series that one year. I think it ended up 14 13 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I think yeah. that was like a game like, five or game six. Like that was probably the last time I watched a game and saw people really, you know what I mean? Like, right. like into the game. Like, the, like they're having a blast. You know what I mean? It's just that's back. Yeah. That's how the Yankees. Yeah. The White House game was it was just incredible, just incredible. One hundred percent. Yes, sir. Well, John, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take away. It's crazy. Ooh, sorry, Alex. No, it's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna take away your your bias card here. I don't want you to use. Yes, sir. It, so, All good. Um, it, aside from Houston. Yes, sir. Um, aside from Houston, which of the other twenty nine uh, stadium fans do you think are the most welcoming? Great question. Great, great question. And you can think of this however you want, because obviously after 2017, some fan bases might be a little, you know, at least towards a, a Houston fan specifically, but just in general, you know, like, how are they? I got two. Mm-hmm. I got two. I'll give you my most recent answer and the most surprising answer. Um, most recent, no, three. Um, answer number one, um, Arizona. Okay. Everybody was nice. What I really enjoyed was how, um, how helpful the staff was. Right. So it was me, my mom, my brother, my mom's a little older, so she was a little slower. Um, so we had to like, you know, get a wheelchair and I'm saying, this, I wish I would have got the guy's name cause I, I would love to just shout him out, but also just send him something. Um, it was raining like after the game ended and he like came outside and like stood with us in the rain, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. and 
you just don't get that every day. You know, like people just, and I get it. You can do what you want. You just do the bare minimum. Hey, I did my job. No, he, he went the extra step and he didn't have to. And so like that stands out. Arizona, they were nothing but nice from start to finish. You know what I'm saying? So I will, I will give them that. What's surprising though, I had a really good time at Fenway. Like I didn't see that coming. And I say that because, um, and if I offend y'all, please let me know. I don't want to offend anybody, but like, I've heard Boston is the white man's Atlanta. And so, but also just like the, the, the stories I hear about Boston and like the racial history in Boston, you know, like I've heard some bad things. Like even Bill Russell went through some things and he brought that city 11 championships. Right. And so Boston, I was hesitant and was just like kept my head on a swivel. Right. Yeah. Fans were very nice. Sweet Caroline is a thing. I want to say that's like sixth, seventh, or eighth inning, something like that. Um, but Boston was good, and St. Louis was really good too. St. Louis was more than helpful. People are there to help because that city lives, eats, sleep. That's a baseball city. Yeah, they um, else. Well, they have a hockey team, right, Alex? You and hockey. And yeah, they got the yeah. Blues. Yeah, they got the Blues. They lost their football team a few years ago, but uh, yeah, the Blues. The Blues are an electric team too. They similar atmosphere from what I've seen is that they, they gather around their team. That's 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 them. Yeah, the that's them. I have a much else. Sure, I have a theory that like Midwest baseball teams um, or Midwest fans rather of baseball teams uh, take their teams like to heart, right? Because if you really think about it, like there's not too many basketball teams in the Midwest. Um, there's a few football teams there, right? But not too many basketball teams. So nine times out of 10, they either have a football team or a baseball team and like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And so long story short, they cling to those things. Houston, you have so much. So it's like, you know, diverted, right? Like, there's not much, but also the Astros didn't really, yes, they were always competitive, but they didn't win anything until 17, right? And so, um, but also that was their first championship. Realize, you know, some people say obtain it, whatever. But like, Houston, like the Astros are still growing, you know what I'm saying? Of course, in such a football state like Texas, yeah, Texans are always going to pack out the stadium no matter what, you know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, no, I'm sorry, those are my experiences. What about y'all? Do y'all have any stadiums that stand out to y'all? I I personally like Fenway as well, um, and I definitely agree with with what you had said about you know being that that white man's Atlanta, um, in terms of uh, you know I've heard the same thing and even. Adam Jones from the Orioles talking about it, you know, how he, I remember one interview I think he had, it was like, Hey, yeah. you know, every time I go there, mm-hmm. they just shit on me. Like the, right. I, the things in the stands are just terrible. Um, and, and even that like turned me off a little bit, but when we're actually there, you know, I, I've been there twice. It's, it's a beautiful atmosphere. You know, obviously I'm a, I'm a big history guy. So I, I really enjoyed that. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, it, that's a that's a really great stadium just for baseball. One hundred percent. Everything around it is pretty cool with the Yawkey Way and everything going on. But one hundred percent. By you. Uh yeah. So like, pretty much like I, I've never been to Boston. Um, never been there to to a game yet. But from what I've heard, I've been to Yankees Red Sox games in New York, and like I'm sure you've been to Yankee Stadium. Um, it's it's hectic with the fans. They get mm-hmm. like you were saying in San Diego with people, you know, like oh, we're all drinking, we're having a good time. You know what I mean? Yankee games is like we're drinking, and if we're losing, we're gonna fight each other. 
you know, just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> you know, and like I was at the game, uh, Sean, this will hurt your heart a little bit, but it was the year Abanez hit the two walk-off home runs in the playoffs against the, it was two like the new Mr. October. I do remember yeah. that. that was fun. That was, that was awesome. Um, but, was uh, fun. I was at a game probably like two weeks into September or something like that. It was Yankees Red Sox. Red Sox completely out of the race. Um, and all that stuff. And uh, Abanias hit a home run in the ninth inning to tie it, and then they, he, he singled to beat them later on. It was actually it was like a foreshadowing of what was, what was to come that year with him. But I remember sitting there with a couple of my buddies, and um, and next to us were just Red Sox fans who – their team's out of it, you know what I mean? They're just there for a good time. Like their team's in New mm-hmm. York and they want to be at a game and all that stuff. And I remember that, like, like we're talking to them. We're having a good time, you know what I mean? We're, we're bouncing ideas off each other, just, like, talking about, oh, how's Fenway? How's this? How's Boston? Like, do you like this place and all that stuff? And they, they hated it, but, you know, <laughs> but a lot of it, a lot of it was, like, people were calling them names and all this stuff, and they would turn around and look at them and be like, and be like, you come to Boston, we'd hug you and all that stuff and, like, and everything. And, like, you guys are just, like, throwing beer on us and everything. And, like, mm-hmm. instead of reacting, they'll just start screaming, like, defrost Ted and all this stuff, like, like, <laughs> <laughs> random stuff that would make me like this my pants and like just just hilarious right, yeah, right. And they, they were like we're happy you guys won like go ahead win like we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll be back again soon we're out of we don't care you know and like yeah. they they're definitely like i could tell like that's a place where like as a kid you know like i would have never dreamed of going there that's some place that you know makes me puke um but nowadays looking at it is like just just like sean said like we're like we love baseball at the end of the day, like I've I've grown up like into a full baseball fan, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, 100%. Um, definitely a place I want to scratch off the bucket list is Boston. Um, I feel like it's much more welcoming than you than than I would think from as a child looking at Boston the way I thought it was. You know, what I mean? Patriots. But I also feel like those rivalries have like simmered down a bit. So it yeah, yeah, of course, like of course. A lot of rivalries in general have simmered down. I don't know what it is. It's just, now it's like individual beefs, you know, right. just like player on player stuff. You know what I mean? Because you get a lot of the, a lot of the, and I and I attribute all of this to LeBron going to the Heat. This is just, this is just <laughs> the day LeBron went to the Heat was the day that that people like us who have a heart for for one team just died, just died. Everybody, I'm I'm a Nets fan, and I've been a Nets fan since they were like you know twelve and what are they twelve and seventy one year or something like that. Was like sixteen games that year or something like that in Newark. Like like I'm a diehard for them, you know. And I had people telling me like, oh like bro like go Heat and all that stuff. Like you went to a game with me last year wearing a Nets jersey. Like what the hell's going on? Like at everything. Like where's your where's your pride and everything like that, you know? And it's like we've definitely transitioned into a society where people just like um. They're not as like uh, passionate about their individual team, you know. Baseball, thankfully, is one of the sports left where you still see that a lot. Like you said yeah. in St. Louis, how passionate they are. San Diego, right. how passionate and welcome they are. Boston, New York, you know what I mean. But like the 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 team on team rivalries, you know what I mean. There's so much out there where like a lot of people just hate one player, or they hate, or they don't really hate the team anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Which right. Which, which upsets me because I missed that. That was that was a great time back right. in the day. Um. But yeah, for me, when it comes to like friend, uh, like friendliest, like best experience that I've had at a ballpark, um, but it was actually one of those like um, where you were saying how friendly everybody was, but they love baseball in San Diego, Washington, mm. Washington, mm. DC. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. They're the friendliest people for no reason, but at the same time, 90% of them have no idea what's going on in the field. <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's weird. Okay. Like they're, just, they're just there a lot of the time, I feel like. Like, people go to the National Mall and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. like right. I feel like the higher you sit at Nats Park, the more passionate the fans are, and like, in any stadium, pretty much. But, like, Yankee Stadium, all these places, you know what I mean? Like, anywhere you go, you sit lower on the field, you're still going to get that, you know, the energy and stuff. You sit lower mm-hmm. in Nats Park. I feel like it's a lot of like suits. It gets and, bougie. Like, just like, how you doing? Like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, like right. I'm that kind of stuff. Like, like I love, I love the Nationals. That that's one of the teams that like, if I if I wasn't a Yankee fan, I'd love the Nets. But yeah, a lot of the fans there. Since I think it's a lot of it has to do with how new they are to mm-hmm. the game and like yeah. how much they came know, in what oh five yeah yeah oh five oh five R I P X um but um. Like the development in that city, and like the people that have come in, like in the surrounding areas, like Silver Springs and everything like that, like just just mm-hmm. just around there, um, have definitely influenced the fanship that 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 they have. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not a deterrent because of how friendly they are. You know what I mean? They've had a World Series. They they went crazy for it. You know what I mean? But they're definitely the butt of the joke when it comes to like Mets fans in our area and everything like that. It's like oh, they don't even care. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. Everything. But at the end of the day, that shouldn't be measured. You know what I mean? That should just be like if you you love a team, you love a team at the end of the day. That's it. That's the truth. Supporting them, like like passion Mm -hmm. is passion. At the end of the day. So like, similar to you, and I'm gonna just make it real quick. Um, Sports love sports, but like walking contradiction, right? Um, And mind you, not you. Sports, right? Yeah. When it comes to football, I'm always going to root for the player. You know what I'm saying? Owners going to make their money hand over fist somehow, some way, right? No, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> right. And it's just like, I don't want to let a, like, a team that I literally, that couldn't care less about me or my existence like control my mood, right? Mm-hmm. When it's baseball, I'm like, okay, this is a little different, guys. You know what I'm saying? So, like, <laughs> so like having an NL Definitely. team, an AL team, you know what I'm saying? But also it's just like. I remember those years when the Astros, you know, lost, like, I think it was three straight seasons of, like, 100 straight losses. And I was just like, this freaking sucks, right? But it's just like, you know, you always want the hometown squad to do well. Even if you don't like it, like, look, the city needs this, the city deserves this, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I for sure try to not let a team control my emotions. One thing, my cardinal rule, don't ever put yourself in a situation that you're thrown in jail behind sports because the team will not deal you out. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, like, I never want to take it to that point where it's just like, man, I got, I'm behind bars, so I got to fight behind the Astros. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, Altuve ain't not going to put nothing in my books. You know what I'm no. saying? So, like, <laughs> yeah, he's not paying your bail. It not yeah, the, day, the days of Babe Ruth going around and giving money yeah. to kids, that just doesn't happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely goes into your next question, though, Sean, about like experience and stuff like at the, at oh, the ball. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I was going to say, you know, having been to all 30, you know, there's yes, there's stadiums that you go to, maybe it's all in for you. Like, you, you know, you go to the go to stadium for the first time, you you get that like magic, that mystique, that history, whatever it is. Um, and then there might be you go to that stadium again and, it, you know, it's just another game. Are there any stadiums that you have you've been to multiple times that every single time you get that like first time feeling or is it kind of just you know another game another seat nothing new great question that's a really good question so i have an answer for you but it's an unconventional answer and i'm gonna get to it like i hope this makes sense Mm -hmm. um 
One, I love baseball, right? But question for y'all, and take your time if you need to. Um, I want to. I'm going to ask you a question. Answer your question. I would love to hear y'all answer the question. Does that make sense? Yep. All right. What's the one place that's not home, but whenever you go to, feels like home? So for me, baseball stadium. Every stadium I go to, I feel like home. Somehow, somewhere. Yes, it's new, but I feel at home whenever I'm at a baseball stadium. Like there's a sense of peace that I have, right? I can literally turn off my brain two, three, four hours, mm-hmm. be in the game, root for the team, see home runs, fly, see strikeouts happen, right? I can literally turn it off, right? And I love it, right? And this is something, an underrated stadium. So one stadium that feels like that, Oakland. And I'll tell you why. Mm. Um, Older stadium, yes. Historic stadium, nonetheless. But passionate fans. Yes, if you look at the numbers, not as high as numbers in comparison to New York or St. Louis. Kansas City, whatever, right? A passionate fan base that's going to come and cheer their teams on night after night after night, right? First time I went to Oakland, I was just like, this is a huge slab of concrete. The stadium sucks, right? (laughs) Worked for the team in 2019, and I was like, I get it. I get it. There's a charm. I don't want to say mystique, but more so a charm to the Coliseum that I haven't seen anywhere else, right? I worked in Nats Park. I worked for the Nats in 2010, like I said, no, 2011. Um, Nats Park was cool, but I didn't feel that charm, I think, because it was new. Um, it was more recent. I think that stadium opened in 2008. I worked there 2011, so about three years, right? Very new park. Um, my math could be off, but that's just off the top of my head. Um, Oakland. For sure. Every time I came, it felt good. It felt welcoming. It felt familiar. But like, I would always just go in and say, all right, what's going to happen today? You know, and just Oakland had a charm about it. And honestly, the team potentially moving really makes me sad because they are fans unlike I've been to or met anywhere else, right? They love their team. Um, you know, the, from the greats going back to Ricky Williams to, you know, Reggie Jackson, um, Kathy Schoenner, Dennis Eckersley, um, you know, those championship run teams, Dave Stewart, Bada Blue, et cetera, et cetera. That city loves that team, right? Um, it's some passionate people there. Um, but Oakland is probably one stadium that stands out where if I were to walk in right now, I'd be grinning like a little school kid, you know, just because, <laughs> I got some special memories there with friends, but also it's just like, I don't know too many stadiums where you can walk into, you know, at the height of summer and need a jacket, right? That's number one. Um, I don't know too many stadiums where it's literally some people compare it to a dive bar, right? Um, I don't know too many stadiums like that, you know? Um, But Oakland is one that stands out as being really special to me. I love that. Um, answer your question. I, and I, I got three answers for that question. Far away, so, and and I don't mean to steal your first one, but and I Take feel like Alex, Alex would have the same one of the answers is you know is a baseball field or baseball stadium. I think that always was something that you know I remember like when I was in high school and I'm stressed out or 
upset about something, I'd, you know, I'd bring Alex, we would just go to a field and hit BP, you know, we would just do that. And that's like such a great, you know, thing to get your mind off anything else. You don't really think about anything else when you're, when you're, when you're there. So that's one of my places. Another place would be a classroom. I just, you know, I'm five years in um, to teaching and it's just something that's at this point is just so natural to me. And like, I just, that's, that's like when I'm there, that's like my zone, that's what I do. And, um, you know, of course in the summer, it's great, but by about this time in, in August, I'm, I'm like itching to get back. And it's, it's like that, that feeling of like right before baseball season, you're like ready to go. Um, that's like what that is for me. Like September is for me getting back in the classroom. Like that's, that's excitement. And like, yeah, I feel at home there. And then the the last part, last one for me is the beach. Um, you know, we're in Jersey, we're right by the Jersey shore. So Mm -hmm. we kind of grew up around the, around the shore, around the beach and and just always spending the summer there. You know, I, I go there in the fall and even in the winter, we just go there and it's just being by the water is always something just peaceful, calming, you know, to me. That's cool. That's dope. Thank you for sharing that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely, definitely, like you said, with the uh, baseball stadium thing, like as kids, like when we were bored, like we didn't want to do anything, you know, we'd go outside, we'd play wiffle ball against each other, just, you know, like competitive, like nature, that kind of stuff, just having somebody to go one-on-one with 24-7, you know, just like that's the greatest thing you could possibly have in life is like at the end of the day, you could have nobody, but you still have your brother at the end of the day. You know, and like just being able to like, you know what I mean? Whatever's going on at home, that kind of stuff, like Sean, like Sean alluded to, you, you walk onto a diamond and all of a sudden boom, it's gone. You know, it doesn't matter if it's the local little league that I umpire at. It doesn't matter if it's the new Yankee stadium. Uh, it doesn't matter if I'm African, you know, like just, just at some random, some random field that, has no fence, no nothing, just a tree and a and a broken backstop. You know what I mean? If I'm there, you know what I mean? I relax. You know what I mean? And I'm somebody who like since I was a kid, you know what I mean? I've had like ADHD, just like, you know, bouncing off the walls and stuff, that kind of stuff. When I step onto a baseball field, it like goes away. I don't know what it is. I, I never knew. It was just I would go there and boom, I'm calm. I'm relaxed. You know what's weird? Like I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but like I've been like to other just places in the world, whatever it might be, like rent, you know, grocery store, whatever, or just walking down the street. There's like a distinct like baseball field like smell. Like yeah. something will hit me like random places, and I'm like, it just it feels. So what was that? I don't know how to explain what that means at all. But David seeds and sweat, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe like the leather of a glove. Like I have no idea what it is. Like, am I smelling dirt? I don't know what it is. But I get that sometimes. I'm like, I'm in, I'm in the mall. Like, where, where am I getting that? But, but yeah. it makes like you just feel like you're at home or close to home. I don't know what man. weirdest thing I, I think I've ever experienced. But like yeah, I don't know. Strange. That's yeah, pretty that, cool. Like specifically, specifically, like I can't go there anymore, obviously. But like old Yankee Stadium, just like, just like being able to pull up, just like the trip it would take to get there, like getting on the getting on the train. We have NJ Transit by us. You take that all the way to New York Penn Station. You get on the D train, D train downtown. Everything go right up there. You're there, and yeah, just being able to like walk up and like you know. Old Yankee Stadium had a very distinct smell of of beer. <laughs> it did, dude. But um, it, did, it was yeah. it was a beautiful smell. 
of beer pissing winning somehow. <laughs> and like, like you said before, like the Coliseum is like, you know, like the dive bar of OB stadiums. Like I'll, like Sean said, you just walk around places. I'll walk into like a dive bar, like around my house. Right. And like the smell of the dive bar reminds me of Yankee stadium. Mm. Like the old Yankee stadium. And you can't go there. And it's just like a rush of adrenaline and memories yeah. of like, Going with my aunt, going with my dad, going with Sean, my whole family, everything like that. Just walking, yeah. seeing the grass, you know what I mean? That kind yeah. of stuff. Like seeing all the green, you know, stuff. Like I think it was Angels in the Outfield. Like, or was it Angels in the Outfield? What movie was it where the kid goes in and he just like sees all the green? He's like, wow, that's like the most grass I've ever seen in my life. I can't remember what movie. This is a baseball movie. Funny you say that, actually, because I was, I was talking about Angels in the Outfield today to someone, yeah. and it's Great. not streaming anywhere. Like, anywhere. It's terrible. So, it's terrible. I'm right by Disney World right now, and I looked on Disney Plus. It's not there. You can find it on YouTube. I hope, I, I hope we don't get copyrighted. You can find it on YouTube, the whole movie, for free. Just saying. So Thank you, you do, for that heads up. I will watch search it up on YouTube, time. and you'll get all the Danny Glover you need in your life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all, all you need. Okay. Hey, that, Alex, I'm glad you – well, I'm glad both of you guys – Mitchell. Yeah, there's, there's, a, uh, <laughs> there's a tweet that Richard put out that – again, we'll talk, I'll talk about it later, like, uh, underrated Twitter feed, uh, where he used um, a, a GIF of JP. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to it later, but get, Alex, I wanna, like getting back to what you had said, like uh, getting Yankee Stadium and, and that experience. Uh, and this is going to be my last one before we talk about some food. Um, Rich, do you think it, are there any stadiums that you feel like the journey getting there was better than the experience? actually at the ballpark and I, you don't have to name names. I don't want you, you don't have to like, you know, knock any ballpark if you don't, you know, specifically want to, but have you ever had yeah. kind of experience where, Hey, getting there. Awesome. Ballpark. Not that great. Yeah. Great question. I want to say any East coast city, specifically New York that you have to get the train to get there. Right. So in South, um, we don't have trains like that. We have buses. There's some light rails, but like New York is awesome because there's a Yankee Stadium stop, right? There's a City Field stop, right? Or back then, Shea Stadium stop. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's awesome, right? Um, similar to that, uh, in DC, they have a Nats Park stop. Um, I think the stop is, is it Navy Yard? I think it's Navy Yard. It's a Navy Yard slash Nats Park stop, right? And so I feel like the transit, any East Coast city, the journey is always better. Now, if you're going macro, um, the journey was awesome just for the trip because of all the places you've been to and then just looking back over it now, like the people that you meet and et cetera, et cetera. Like, Every stadium, like, the journey was awesome, right? Um, but also every stadium is, like, tied to a memory of something that – of someplace I lived or something I did, right? But to answer your question, and I think I'm answering it right, I would say New York and D.C. Boston, I don't think – I can't remember – I can't recall if Boston has a train stop. I can't remember how I got to Boston, but, like, I don't think they do. It's pretty like easy to get to though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think honestly, um, New York and DC, but more so if I just narrow down New York. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you take this train four stops down, 
boom, right there, Yankee Stadium. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you can't beat that. And I feel like there's not too many stadiums that are like that in the country. You know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, but I feel like New York is awesome because you can literally, like, leave Times Square and pop up a Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. You can't do that anywhere else in America. You know right. what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, like, you can do your tourist thing. All right, let's go to Yankee Stadium. And it gets you right there. So, I feel like New York for sure. Yeah, it's funny because, like, I feel like around here, it's 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 just such a hassle, like, getting there. It almost deters you from going. Like, I'd, I'd rather... hundred percent. Like, I, I'm not taking... New Jersey Transit to Penn Station. I got to take this subway and this subway. Especially... Right. Well, and then COVID, coming back. Oh, my... Yeah, and then coming back, it, it's wild. Right. And then, like, with COVID, I was at Yankee Stadium last week, I think, last when they played the Twins. And uh, we were like, look, we're not taking the train. I haven't been on a train since COVID, and I haven't been on a subway. Normally, we would take the subway out. And one of my buddies drove, and I'm like, me personally, I'm not driving in the city. I'm not doing it. I, I, I have no interest in that. But, like... That's I, that might be worse. It mm-hmm. seems kind of easier, but the traffic is terrible. So that's like it's funny that to somebody on the outside looking in, that journey is something like people look forward to. People who live here, maybe we we do take it for granted. It it's such a hassle getting there. It's like I, you know I'm just gonna sit in my living room. I'm watching the game from here. Um, yeah. That that is funny. Now, so we're calling this thing this segment uh, like a three bagger here out of all. 30 stadiums you can include yes if you if you feel the need to pound for pound let's say the next three days you can only eat food from these three stadiums who is topping this list for you can you give us like a top three like these stadiums and you can get the whole catalog you don't have to like pick a i gotta get the, like the dodger dog or whatever like you get the whole catalog of that stadium can you give us three okay so confession not a huge foodie really like <laughs> Because personally, stadiums, like, everything is overpriced. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. I'm the type, eat before you get there. So that way, if you get a little something, it's not breaking the bank. Mm-hmm. But I'm more enamored and more fixated on the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can have, you know, to me, every wing tastes the same. Every fry tastes the same. Like, where's the game? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I saw, I'm sorry. I've seen Kershaw pitch in Coors Field, and I stumbled on, like, I didn't even, I was just, okay, I'm going to Coors Field. Oh, snap, Kershaw's on the mound? Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's more memorable to me than, like, whatever I bought that day. So, I'm sober now. I'm coming up on two years being sober. But when I did drink, my thing was, thank you. My thing was a beer and, I think, a hot dog. And, like, you know, to me, that was just about as baseball as it gets, right? Absolutely. But I was just more, like, the last five stadiums, I don't think I ate anything, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you know, somebody wants something, sure. But, like, but from what I remember, I want to say Yankee Stadium was always cool. Because, like, you never know. What you, New York New York and California are very similar because you can literally do whatever you want. And everybody's just like, all right, sure. Like, <laughs> like that's what you want to do, right? Um, there's a freedom that comes with living on the East Coast and West Coast that I feel like you won't get down South or in the Midwest, right? Um, I would go Yankee Stadium. I would go... I would go San Francisco. And... To bring it home, 
I would go Minnesota because Minnesota nice is a thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and they got a bunch of different options there. I do remember eating in Minnesota. Um, I think Minnesota, I'm a Mac, I love mac and cheese. Minnesota was like one of the first items I had mac and cheese at. So like that, that, that stands out for me. Mm, that is interesting. So, so you're not a big foodie. I'm not a huge foodie. You ever had a half smoke from Nats Park? Oh, you dude, know I had a half smoke. Okay, come so, on, okay, man. so like, all right, so, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Those things are so good. My so, so here goes the trick though, right? Because I actually live, I spent two years in DC, right? The key is getting a half smoke outside the park and not inside the park. Mm, you know what I'm okay. saying? That's the key. One, it's cheaper, but like these are locals and natives that's like, you know, making it. You know what I'm saying? Not like hypothetically speaking, a shake shack, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or whatever they got going there, right? These are, you know, made by locals, you know what I'm saying? But also, hypothetically speaking, you know, you can go to Ben's Chili Bowl, get on the train and be at Nats Park, right? And so, and all of that will be cheaper than whatever you bought inside the park, you know? So like, yes, to answer your question, but like, yeah, honestly. Yeah, and for for me, and for me, honestly, that's, that's just being there, just, just like, we never like, like when we did go, like, I know Sean's probably gone, Sean's gone with, by his, by his own self. When we did go, it was uh, an aunt of ours who actually worked with the, um, with the, the, I think it was like, she worked on the bathrooms or something like that. She was like the, the contractor for the bathrooms when they built Nats Park. So she, so she would always have tickets. She would always have a connection for that. So we would park across the bridge in like one of those empty lots, mm-hmm. like, the other side and we will walk over the bridge to go in and like we never actually like would go into the into the national mall area unless we're like going to the national mall area you know what i mean we're just mm. going to the game we're just going to the game so like yeah. we never really like on those trips i never really had to buy it myself thankfully for the love of god like i would never do that but the only time i would ever buy food I, mm-hmm. I, believe it or not yankee stadium they do this like it's like it's probably you can't beat this deal it's this it's this like giant like helmet bucket of chicken okay. fingers and fries for okay. like bucks, but when I tell you it's like six pounds of French fries and chicken, <laughs> fingers, like you can yeah. feed a whole family with this one bucket That's for, for it's entire game or a hungry me, like one of the two. Absolutely, like, <laughs> absolutely yeah. underrated. I'm not even gonna lie. I got one when yeah. we were there last week, uh, but Richard, to your sentiment, you know I love also like just watching the game. So if I'm gonna eat. I'm getting it before I sit down and I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I have to go to the bathroom, I wait till then. I'm not moving. Like I don't, I hate it. Me and you both. And I see, cause my luck, I'll go to the bathroom and I'll miss three bombs in a row. I'll miss a grand something crazy. So right. I just have this in my mind. Like I'm not leaving. I, if I'm going to eat either, you know, my either Alex go get it for me or like, I'll wait. I don't care. Whatever it is. That's fair. But, that's fair. That, that's so true. But what I was going to ask is, you know, I, I've seen, you know, cooking shows, chef documentaries, and just like, you know, through the internet research that I, I do, um, you know, I, Houston is, you know, cuisine-wise is pretty diverse, right? You're, you're, mm-hmm. 100%. You're, you're, the proximity to Cajun and Creole culture in Louisiana, Texas, yes, sir. all that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. You know, Texas barbecue. Is there anything at Minute Maid Park that, let's say, like we showed up at Minute Maid Park, and mm-hmm. you're like, you're like Sean, Alex, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you something that this is Houston in a dish right here. What do they have like to offer there, like that? Great question, great question. Um, number one, 
there's like a holy trinity when it comes to Texas, right? So um, you can get it nationwide, but Topo Chico, we love Topo Chico for whatever reason. Um, Would you explain that? Yeah, it's it's basically sparkling mineral water, but it's freaking delicious. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. It's, yes. So you got Topo Chico, but that's just a more so warm up, right? Um, the, the, the Texas Holy Trinity is Shiner beer. I don't think they sell Shiner at the stadium, but a Carbach beer would suffice. Mm. Um, either Love Street or Crawford Box, which is a play on word for the section Crawford Boxes. My guy, Alex, I know you knew that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, so anything Carbach related, um, or Shiner, whichever comes first, Bluebell ice cream. We live and die by Bluebell and Waterburger. I don't think Waterburger is in the stadium, but you can get it outside the stadium and it's worth it. But to be honest with you, Texas is a place, and you've heard it before. Everything is bigger and better in Texas, right? Ultimately, what I see is just more so decadence and like extravagance, right? So, of course, you can have nachos, but have you had nachos with this and that and that on top of that, on top of that, served to you in a bowl? You mm. probably haven't, right? That's so honestly, yeah, basically, right? So honestly, I'm not entirely sure. But like, nothing stands out right now. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of options, but like, they do this one. I think it's like this dollar dog night. You can't beat every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You got dollar dogs, and like, state like the stadium gets pretty packed for that. That's, that's dollar good. dog night is cool. Uh, you can get some bluebell, but um. There's nothing that just really stands out because I feel like most ballpark food is the same, right? But if there is something that you want to maximize your trip with, and mind you, I'm going to take a quick left here right quick, Um, Sean. Hey, guys, had to stop it right there. But if you want to know Richard's advice for maximizing your trip to Minute Maid Park, tune into episode three where we get into what it's like visiting a losing team's ballpark Richard's underrated Twitter feed, and the age-old question, what would your walk-up song be? Let's get to it. See you there.